Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. You know what? Carrie and I have had enough. We've had enough with liars. We've had enough of people, aka celebrities, lying about their bodies. We were just talking about, I just, you know, disclosed that I have an addiction to candy that I developed when I got sober. And I... I started eating sour things. Mm-hmm. Well, I always ate Skittles and Sour Patch Kids. But my sponsor, my, my, uh, when I got into a program of recovery, it was suggested that I just eat candy. Yeah. Just well, to that's like, take common, the edge right? off. Yeah. Cause also you get like a sugar craving. Yeah. Like for me, if I stop 
like if I'm not well, drinking so much sugar or like around nighttime, like yeah. 6 p.m., I'll get like a craving for a glass of wine and really it's like I want sugar. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So I just, but, you know, it's been almost three years and I've just nonstop eating candy. So, you know, and I'm, I like to take care of my teeth and I've had cavities before, like in the last two years and I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint my hot dentist mm-hmm. and I don't want to like have tooth decay and i sorry this is like real but also like just for my my body and my health i don't want like all that so i yesterday was my day one of not eating processed sugar wow gwyneth would be proud gwyneth would be proud let me just say first and foremost first and foremost gwyneth would be so proud of you first and foremost first and foremost i'd like to say thank you for not eating sugar thank you because you're fighting inflammation and gwyneth would be proud i i kind of felt gwyneth yesterday when i went to whole foods and bought mango instead of you know gummies Mm mm-hmm Sometimes when I would go to Whole Foods, they have these like vegan gummy stars that are in like a little container. Yeah. That are, that's like yay big. Mm-hmm. And I eat the whole thing <laughs> in like one sitting. But I'm like, it's vegan. It's vegan. But it's like totally just like the same kind of shit. It's like sugar gelatin. It's just literally gelatin. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's vegan. So yesterday I went and got mango and strawberries in a container. I love that. Yeah. You're just living like a healthy, conscious lifestyle. For one day. You're consciously. <laughs> no, I'm. I've consciously uncoupled from, from processed sugar. sugar. Yeah. You're in a process. You don't hate it, but you're just like taking a breather. Yeah. Yeah. I think once in a while I'll like have some Skittles here and there, but for now I'm just going to try it. Life is about moderation. But we were talking about like, you know, celebrities and like models who are just like, this is just how I look. Yeah. Basically, like, it's like all the Kardashians <laughs> <laughs> have gotten an insane amount of plastic surgery. Which is fine. Which is great and yeah. fine and like good for them. And I fully believe if you have the means and the desire, please. Buy, change your like, face. Change your face. Change your body. Change your name. Change your name. Move to a new state. Like start over again. Start a new family. Yeah. Like, have five families. Yeah. Keep them all separate have, from each have other. Have six. Yeah. Have, you have a, the money to support... You, Kim, they have the money to support at least six families. Yeah. Oh, at least. No, more than that. They could support 50 families. They could. They could have... Uh, they could support a city. They could like, support they a could nation. They could buy, like, Baltimore or yeah. something and, like, <laughs> fully make it, like, Kardashian more. Can you imagine if the Kardashians took over Baltimore? They uh, should. Just Baltimore. Yeah. It's not even called Baltimore anymore. It's called... Just called Kardashian. Kardashian land. Kardashian Maryland. Kardashian city. <laughs> and it's just giant... It's like just the inner like Kylie skin. The branded. inner harbor of Baltimore has just become like a giant billboard for like Kylie's lip kit. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You could do it. Like what's next? They each... And each of the sisters like run a part of the city. Mm-hmm. And they have like warring... It's like Hunger Games. It is. But that but it's like no like brutality. No. It's just like glam. God, when's that going to happen? I don't know, but it should be in the work. I mean, Kanye is developing in Chicago, yeah. Yeah, he's working on developing like low-income housing. That's kind of amazing. That's cool. And like architecturally <laughs> like figuring it out. So I feel like city planning and just owning a city 
is not off the table. Off. I think he's does a lot of good. I'm a I stand Kanye. I always have and I always will. I mean he's had some he's had some tough moments. He's but had I, moments and said things that I disagree with and done some things that I disagree with, but I don't think that he's like a hateful person no. or like I don't think that he's the problem. No, I think but I, I think he does a lot of like good in like a low key manner for especially for Chicago and Yeah. And he cares. Yeah. And his intentions are good. But yeah, they all like... But like every famous person that's like Kardashian or Kardashian adjacent has had body modifying procedures and face modifying procedures yet maintains like... Natural. That it's natural or like doesn't comment on it. And I think that that sucks. I feel like it would be really punk rock to just be like, I fucking like got fat sucked out of my cheeks i've had liposuction i've had injections in my hips i've had boob implants i paid to look sallow yeah i've (laughs) paid to look like i've paid a doctor to make me look hungry and like people love it and i'm making millions of dollars (laughs) and i love it too and i love looking like this and that's why i got all this plastic surgery it would be. I mean, what? also it would make. And it also, like, it would just be like, okay, like, thank you for being real about it and not trying to pretend that, like, if I go work out for you know ten hours a week and like eat a salad, I can look like you. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, they're they get a lot of shit, and I think some of it is. I think some of it is they've become like scapegoats. Yeah. But the one thing that does annoy me about them is that like they do pretend that like they, they just like fell into these looks. Like I oh, they I, tout <laughs> body positivity like but that I think true body positivity is being like yeah Open about this it. is what I have done to my body and this is how I want to look. Yeah. And like that's the tea babe. Like that's the tea. And that's the tea on these tits. Like, yeah. And I think that that would be totally acceptable and cool. Yeah. It would be real. And you know, and they could be like, I'm not going to lie that like this, it's isn't cheap and you have to have a lot of money and like privilege to be able to do this and it's fine. But, and also I'm just like, I love learning about plastic surgery procedures. And so it would Mm -hmm. be informative from a standpoint of like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's wild to me that they've, that they have kind of insinuated that like, oh, I just like grew up. I grew into my looks. It's like, no, you were, you were like a fully formed adult when you got famous. Yeah. Kylie's narrative is like, I grew, like I went through puberty and now I have the body of like Anna Nicole Smith, (laughs) (laughs) which is like, no, that's like not how it works. Someone I saw on Instagram said that she looks like someone in a bug's life <laughs> like her body is amazing it but is. it's also like fucking not that didn't like naturally happen no it's it's astounding it's astound. it's truly like a work of art yeah it was crafted and like kendall i guess just like doesn't really acknowledge anything and it's like whatever okay, she's unproactive yeah like yeah. she's like That's proactive she, really helped proactive me. really helped me grow into myself yeah she's like my whole face changed thanks proactive i'm like 
Courtney keeps it kind of real. Like yeah, she's, she's been like, I had a boob job, and she also doesn't look as plastic as no. everyone else. But she she seems like unwell. I think that she takes she takes the wellness thing to kind of an extreme. I think I'm obsessed with her website. Poosh, poosh, poosh is like Blake Lively's preserve. R. Yeah, R. poosh yourself. Yeah, she looks amazing, but she's she's strange. She's like I I I really believe she's like there's something going on with her. Yeah, I think that she maybe struggles with like mental illness or something or like Same. there's something yeah. emotional like that's awry in game recognized game in that respect yeah same there's no shame in that no no way at all but i she's she just seems really like angry at everyone in her family yeah there's like some shit anyway that's beside the point but yeah she looks the most natural i guess of anyone i mean they all look great kim looks flawless like she's amazing yeah chloe looks great I guess it's just also weird to think like Chris Jenner, like didn't she have a facelift like on the show? Yeah, then she paid her she paid for her best friend to have a facelift. <sighs> that's friendship. Yeah. And like I think that's great. And like but why is it that when you are an like a woman of a certain age, it's like more okay to be like honest about your plastic surgery? Is it just because, like, Cause you're think, old and, like, no one wants to fuck you anymore? <laughs> so you can just be like, okay, whatever. You just live out loud. Like, as, like, a, like, you pass a certain age as a woman and then it, like, doesn't matter if it, if you don't pretend that you're, I like, naturally hot. I mean, it's, it's all, like, absurd, you know, societal shit. But I think, especially, like, a woman in her 20s probably feels, like, shameful to get it, which isn't which is like you don't have to feel like that but like people especially you know in our patriarchal society men just kind of expect women to look good and they they expect them to just be like hot right yeah so it's like if you admit to having some work done it like it's a weakness it's a weakness like oh you couldn't just be fucking you know six one and 90 pounds on your own yeah fool week yeah shame on you it's really weird and i think like it's become so there's like definitely a look that's become normalized through like social media and like instagram influencers and stuff but it's like no one is out there and please like correct me if i'm wrong but i don't know of any influencers who like are being honest about like getting plastic surgery or like lip fillers or cheek enhancements or whatever to like make themselves look a certain way and it's just like wow how are all these like smoking hot women all out there in the world and meanwhile i'm here and like can barely like get to the gym (laughs) same it feels it feels like that feels like how is everyone just like so hot and in bikinis all the time i mean i feel like that with like especially with like insta gays who are just like they're it seems like their life is just traveling yeah and they have incredible bodies traveling and and like being shredded and like drinking lots of alcohol it seems and like always eating like pasta and like the Amalfi coast and i'm like first of all what's your job yeah i'm poor i am like i'm (laughs) really broke right now i'm i'm like (laughs) i'm i don't have a job like a full-time job Mm -hmm. like my life is and i'm 
admittedly resentful of that and yeah. it makes me feel like insecure and i think gay men and women correct me if i'm wrong share similar like with like body stuff sometimes I feel definitely like, i feel like we have like and for different reasons but i feel like there's like a shared like kind of anxiety over body shape and how you feel in your body mm-hmm and I think, do you agree? Like, I think, I think I relate yeah. to like, fem- like I, I, I don't relate to like, I have, as a man, I have privilege over, you know, I have privilege that a woman doesn't ha- unfairly doesn't have. But I also think that we, I think as a gay man, I share like, I've had issues with my body and how I look mm-hmm. more than like a straight man does or admits to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me. I mean, I've like, cr- like, at times like crippling body dysmorphia yeah when i'm just like i'm disgusting and i don't i'm it's something i'm like actively trying to work on and i think part of that is like eliminating any content that makes me like compare my body to anyone else's body yeah i i think that's really healthy to like like it's like the daily mail is just it's so no. dangerous like i love it so much all i want to do i just want to read daily mail uk oh, i want to open a thousand tabs in a browser of each a daily mail article and then just one by one go i love them when you like send a daily mail link hours. over text i love the daily mail like, but i think it's also it's just like it's how i stare at and scrutinize women's bodies and then i'm like why don't i look like that and it makes me upset and depresses me and then i like feel uncomfortable in my own skin and like i don't fit yeah and you, and you also feel like you're like why am i judging someone yeah and like what's wrong with me and like why and like, i felt it exactly just becomes that. a total spiral that's like doesn't help anyone i literally like i'll look at like a like a your standard hot gay like insta guy who's has like somehow has 70,000 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. or like a hunt. You know what I mean? And I'm like, first of all, how? Yeah. Cause you just post photos of you like at an apple orchard. Yeah. But you just wearing like, like a photo of like some ripped, usually white Insta gay, just like on a beach naked, mm-hmm. like with, you know, looking like literally the Michael. Yeah. And I'm like that, feels just so far like unattainable and it makes me feel like i want to like fold into myself sometimes mm-hmm. you know yeah i want to be like invisible i'm like well i guess i don't deserve to be like seen or be like part of the world if i can't like get my shit together and like look hot all the time if i can't get seventy thousand followers on instagram from just looking hot like what is life to the sea I go. Yeah. Or like, it's like even cause like there are times and I feel like I've talked about this on babe before, but it's like times when it's like, Oh, maybe I like want to like thought out on Instagram, but then it's like, Oh, it doesn't look like, like Your it, brand. it doesn't look like my brand or it doesn't look like how all these other people are doing it. So there's no space for like my ass or like my whatever I which like post. in an idea like you which should, like, be, you able should be able just, to just do whatever you if want. you want to post a photo of like your ass looking good like you should just do it yeah but like i i totally get that and i 
it's like a real compare and despair and then like go like hide in the shadows and feel like Gollum. Like I feel like Grendel yeah. from Beowulf. Like <laughs> when I'm... when I feel like literal Beowulf a I lot am, of the time. No, but like when I post... Like I normally... I. I used to more, but like I, I don't even post that many like selfies anymore because like I feel weird posting a selfie without. I feel like I have to have some kind of like self-deprecating caption. This is just like full disclosure into my like if I'm going to post a photo where I feel like I look good, mm-hmm. I usually like. You have to undercut it with being. Yeah, like, I know that like what I want right now yeah. is like attention. Think of, and I'm like, think of something deprecating, think of something deprecating. And then I post it, but it's like, everyone knows what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I feel hot. And so I'm going to post something, but it's like, because I'm not one of these like guys who's made, which you know what? Like I'm not shaming them at all. No. And I, I don't think, think it's, what they're doing is like bad. No, I think no, it's, it's not. It's, I, I think it's cool that like, I think it's cool that like gay, like especially in my, like that gays, there are like hot gays who be who are like influencers mm-hmm. for just being hot and like i like looking at them i love like i love following these guys they're hot to look at i i think it's like it's fun but i'm saying it does add kind of a complex sometimes yeah i think it's also has to do with like how you're like you or i is like internally wired with our own like bullshit that we have to deal with and like how you process that kind of thing after seeing it it's like consuming that kind of content over and over starts to like you start to just internalize and send yourself messages based off of it like i'll be like especially in the summer like i'll see a photo of like you know 12 a group of 12 gays in like fire island mm -hmm. and they all are they all literally look like sculptures yeah and they're all they look exactly alike and i'm just like how are how are that many people how did you guys find each other yeah are you all like do you send put out like a post like a, a casting and i'm not saying that to be like but like i just don't understand how that many guys with like bodies like that are in the same it's is it just physics i don't know i feel like i feel the same way about just like hot women I follow or like people that I like idolize in my mind on social media that I like don't know, but I am like, God, is it just like, if you're like hot and cool, you You just just, find each other, find each other. And then it's like just so fun. And I feel like it's almost like I have this perception, which is not correct that like, certain people just like function on like a higher level, like their lives just click into place and they can like handle everything and then like look hot and like dress well and like care for themselves. And like, they just have their life together. But my internal messaging says like, I can't do what they're doing. And I won't be ever at that level or be part of that friend. And I'll be always feeling othered from like all these people that I see. Like when I, I feel like in my most like anxious, distorted view, like when I see like a group of guys like that, I'm like, I just imagine them like sword fighting with their cocks (laughs) and and clanking their hip bones together and just laughing because they're just like, wow, look at us. And I'm like, and they're doing that while I'm like, I'm like sitting cross-legged beneath them looking up and they're just like, and I'm like, I want to watch it. I want to watch them 
clank their dicks and their hip bones together mm-hmm. and giggle and just be like look at us yeah like i i love it but i also it makes me want to like like sandra bullock gravity like blast into, off. tumble into space yeah like, mine is like i just feel like all these like women are bathed in like beautiful glowy light just like taking beautiful photos and like not even trying like it's like they take a silly photo and they just look like so hot and they're in like and they're in like just like surrounded by trees or like nature and just like hanging out and like laughing but then they all are just like perfect and then i'm like in my apartment with like a high pony and like wearing my pajamas just like in front of the computer like trying to work yeah with like tony who's like snotted on me and then i'm just like i'm literally disgusting i'm here with my son i'm here with my son just trying to do things yeah and again it's it's, and it's, it's that's me and like oh my yeah issue and my no, problem same. or whatever it's not like it's truly not like and i think everyone gets this like i don't think what we're saying is like anything that people i think a lot of people feel this way and no one really not talks ju- about it i'm not it. like i'm not mad at like i i think there is a place in the world for that and like they fulfill that and like that's their life and i'm happy for them and like it's i I like looking at it so Mm -hmm. like please keep doing it but it's also like what it has done to everyone is it's it's wild it's wild it's a new kind of dysmorphia or something it's like instamorphia yeah coin that coin that trademark it well on a mug it is instamorphia and like i i think it's a mixture there's partially there's like partial like societal messages or whatever that are mixed in of like how women are like gay or gay men or even straight men or anyone is supposed to look like the beauty standards are there from like a society perspective but then i don't know it's like i gravitate towards it's like the it's like I'm like it's like Angelina's tattoo like what I love also kills me or whatever the fuck she tattooed yeah it's on like herself. it's totally like I gravitate towards things that will that that I think are beautiful but then also make me feel less than it's I Chernobyl like, I like thinking that it's full Chernobyl like when when the when it first exploded and it looked beautiful and all the townspeople were like wow look at it when it's it was like, just that beam into yeah, the sky you're like going towards it but then as the closer you get you become radioactive me looking at the Daily Mail and making the decision to like open the thousand tabs is literally in chernobyl when he walks to the edge yeah. and looks into the, the radioactive core. the core and then looks back is like me every day on instagram with like red face with a full red tomato <laughs> face <laughs> that's me on instagram that's so true you know who's missing now from hs is yules yeah yules is she fully gone? like deep stated <laughs> i love that she went out with like a one last transphobic bang mm-hmm. and then never to be seen or heard from again until 2019 19. she makes a cameo in the next episode oh yeah maybe like a very very shot. brief but yeah it's very, a, shot, it's a shot of her fighting with paul oh, okay love but, um but like goodbye but yeah yules is yules is her family swooped in and we're like you're done they're like, how much is it going to take to make this go away? How much? We've how got, much do you want? We've got what do you three want? million in cash right here. Yeah. It's like, um, remember Family Matters, the girl who like 
walked upstairs like th- she was like the middle sister and she walked upstairs and then never came down again <laughs> her character and then she like became i think an adult film star in real life no she was on like a few seasons of it and then one day she like in the in the scene she's like okay i'm going upstairs she never came down and they just pretended she didn't exist that's fucking crazy yeah that's, that's crazy Valley. when tv shows do that they're like oh they just don't they're gone and like we as viewers there's something ex- not right but you accept it we because immediately it just accept it is like, like oh we i this is you've been in this world yeah. for so long but like tv shows are always and i feel like multicam sitcoms are the most doing shit like that like multicam relies on like rapturing yeah <laughs> people get raptured all the time in multicam what is it like why do people love multicam like who invented the multicam like the 60s before that i feel like the 20s i don't know vaudeville it's weird it's not like a play it's like different than a play where it's truly like i think laugh tracks are bizarre laugh tracks are insane you're listening to dead people laugh (laughs) think about that every time you watch friends Think about how many of those people are dead and you're listening to them cackle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then when they go, oh, (laughs) when they kiss. Yeah. What if it was just some audience? I want to do a laugh track, like a show with a laugh track that's just like really fucked up audience sounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 or just screams of terror, like if some a character like fools someone else, and then everyone's like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Midsummer, it like is midsummer. Scream, scream. <laughs> it's like and like Ross and Rachel, like yeah. Phoebe, like surprises them. You know, it's Phoebe like, says some like weird, like like try hard, like weird statement, and then everyone goes, Aah! yeah, like I want that. <laughs> Because when you think about it, every multicam you watched had like some audience wrangler person that was like, okay, guys. Yeah, it's like, like North Korea. And then being like, clap. Ooh. And then <laughs> many of those people, especially if you're watching like I Love Lucy, are deceased now. They, they've recycled laughs of like ghosts. Yeah. You're listening to ghost laughter and laughter <laughs> into the vacuum void of nothingness. Laughter that means nothing anymore. Have you ever read the... It's like a Reddit thread. It was like about the lost episode of SpongeBob. No. There's a, apparently an episode that like never aired and it's like it was like immediately shelved and it was like put away because it was but it was an episode where squidward kills himself (laughs) whoa because he plays the clarinet at like a concert and everyone laughs at him Uh uh-huh and like jeers at him and there's like this part where like it's slowly zooming in on his face 
looking weary and you just hear off screen like the jeers of dozens of people like booing him and laughing at him mm-hmm. and then he kills himself that's amazing but like what if that happened in a multi-gam boo, boo. Ooh. Ah. multi-cams are like or if everyone went <laughs> they're truly nightmarish if you really think about it yeah, like, a f- and then you think about like the most popular multicams of all time. Big Bang Theory. I mean, Uncanny Valley. Why? That's the truest Uncanny Valley of life. Yeah, I, the idea of <laughs> laugh track just being like weeping, weeping, crying, jeering, hissing. I love. Them, oh, like- and then also like one thing I loved from that. Uh, I love you don't die. It's like everywhere Michelle Carter goes, someone's always screaming at her, kill yourself. Like that could be in the sitcom. Is that true? Did you not? When I, she like, goes to get sentenced, she's like walking into the courtroom oh, yeah. and someone's like, kill yourself. Kill yourself, Michelle Carter. Yeah, that's going to be her life. That's crazy. I, can you imagine screaming? Kill. I mean, I could. There are a few people that I would love to scream that out, but like, I've been told to kill myself and like there was, I've had guys, there were some like mean kids in my class who would just be like, kill your, they would just go kill yourself. Jesus. I don't think I've been told or if I have, I blacked it out because it's too much for me. Poor, poor Tinsley. Poor, poor Poor, Tinsley. Poor Tinsley. So we start out the episode with Tinsley playing tennis. Tennis. And she goes, my life is truly like a tennis game, a constant back and forth. And she's playing tennis with no one. Did you yeah. like clock that? And she's she's going, just like, oh, and like, as we she's know, really good at tennis. She played tennis at Columbia. She's like a tennis pro. She's great. But she's, and, like, but she's playing against the void. But I love what a what an amazing statement that she probably thought was like the most profound thing ever. Life is like a tennis match, a constant back and forth. She, Tinsley, her voiceovers are a series of ones and zeros created yeah, by a computer. They are. <laughs> truly uncanny. They're truly uncanny. So Tinsley starts out the episode talk still reeling from her encounter with Topper, who like apparently like basically like broke into her apartment. Okay, so Tinsley says that she woke up naked in her apartment and Topper was standing in her living room and she was terrified, but it felt normal and both carrie and i were like like turned to each other and we were like let's unpack that for a second because that tells you everything you need to know about their relationship it's like in hereditary when there's that old like naked guy standing in the doorway oh my god it's literally fully topper in the living topper just standing in the moonlight and tinsley going topper topper and being that who's there who's there topper and then just being terrified but being like Oh, I, I know this state. If this that familiar was a scene in a movie, it would just be like total like darkness or like the light, the first light of dawn. And then Tinsley just like wakes up and like so- something isn't right and just like gets out of bed slowly 
and is like naked or has a robe on and then just like slowly walks into the living room like opens the door from her bedroom and then topper is just standing there and then she walks like a little bit closer and then they just stare at each other and then it cuts to the next scene like you wouldn't get any resolution and that's the level of like unsettled it makes me feel or he's just standing at the window looking out at the city yeah and she's like topper and he doesn't turn yeah cut to like the next scene which her like trying to sell her handbags yeah. <laughs> and like she- well first it's isn't the first part where she's like talking to her housekeeper no she oh. first she first she's off to calypso to tell noted her- store that was so expensive that was like is calypso around anymore i don't think it survived and this didn't survive like the recession no. fallout and she's so frazzled by her topper horror she can't focus on her business she can't focus on her business which is selling her really ugly handbags oh they're really bad they're so ugly one like how to leather ruffle i asked and, you because like, i'm not like zippers i don't know like fully about like I fashion was, like, yeah what makes you think i don't know about fashion Anne hathaway and devil Wears prada <laughs> but i turned to you and i said do you like those and, and I said, went, no, they're fucking hideous and you went no they're fucking hideous and i was like okay good they're the ugliest handbags i've ever seen they have like zippers, multiple so zippers, many zippers, ruffles, like knickknacks, like hanging off of them. I've thought they were ugly from the start. I've never, ever thought that they were cute. I mean, she like physically made them. Yeah. She, <laughs> or just like kind of loud talk instructed, yeah. like a person of color on how to make them. Yeah. <laughs> She goes to this like blonde lady and you can tell she the woman drops is, one on the ground like as she's unloading yeah. from like the she's, SUV and she goes, don't film this to like the, <laughs> she's breaking the fourth wall and she goes, I just, I just, I'm frazzled. Like don't, uh, ah. and then they, I love that they just keep it in. Yeah. They're here to troll. They're like, no. And she goes and just like silently like stares into this like handbag buyer's soul that works for Calypso and Tinsley's just there like with like a very tense jaw just like staring at her and like fumbling around and the woman's like i like them yeah like she's like she's like "Mm." (laughs) they stare at each other and like kind of tinsley says nothing she's she's like she's like these are my bags (laughs) and the woman's like touching them and the woman's like I like them. I think this one could be bigger. Yeah, bigger. I think they could all be bigger. And Tinsley is like so... She's never been more relieved in her life. She goes, and just like that, my whole day turned around. And it's like, wow. And just like that. And the woman, like, she was right. They look like little, like, McDonald's, like, fun, happy meal. They'd be cuter now, I think, because, like, the mini bags are more in yeah but they would need to be totally redone and like not look anything like they look but still be like a small size yeah they weren't even mini enough to be mini bags no just like they're just like small hideous so then we go to paul and he has brought tommy the insta guy along to meet his mom at bloomingdale's there's an eatery in bloomingdale's which i didn't know i thought they were just sitting in like a kitchen were you shook yeah i was like did they bring a cheese board with them and then just set it up in like the middle of this like kitchen? No, I think is it Bloomingdale's or Saks has like a full like nice restaurant that like I've been to like. Yeah, I think a lot of those like really upscale department stores have restaurants, yeah. but this just it was like the their table was like next to a display. Yeah, like, next to like so pots. close that it felt like uh, maybe they set it weird. up. I don't know, but um, so, Paul brings Tommy. 
to his mother who looks like Ann Dowd. Yeah, his mom is fully it is Ann Dowd. She always has like ascots on. Mm-hmm. And, and like a square reading uh-huh. glasses. It bangs. And she is like, very excited to meet Tommy. She's like, oh my God, this this kid is gorgeous she loves him she feels his biceps she's like ooh. she's like getting giddy from she, paul is like totally embarrassed like you would inspect like a prize filly or yeah. something like that yeah she's, she's like, like cough for me yeah <laughs> she's like great balls great ba- <laughs> great testes <laughs> a strong testy paul just keeps going mom oh my god like he's just like he's so he's humiliated us. and his mom's like I would now I would sleep with you, but you're too young for me or something yeah. like that. She does the thing where it's like, oh my God, like that's inappropriate to say. And then Paul and her, then they leave and Paul goes, how to lose a guy in 10 minutes. <laughs> Starring like Michelle jo- Johnson. Michelle, Michelle John- Margaret Johnson. Margaret Johnson. Um, and then she goes to Tommy, did you get, did you inherit the gay fashion gene? Or what? Or what? I was like, oh my God. He goes, no. He's such a, like, he brings truly nothing to the table. His mom was being, like, adorable and, like, you know, just, like, mom humor. And yeah. He, and everything she said, he went, oh, that's so Aww. sweet. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Aww. I was just like, you are patronizing. Yeah. Get Say out something. of here. Get out of here. Get out of Bloomingdale's. You don't deserve, you don't deserve Paul Johnson Calderon. You don't deserve this family. You don't deserve Margaret. You don't deserve Margaret. Yeah. She came all the way to Bloomingdale's Aww. for you. She put her glasses he- on and styled her bangs yeah. down she kept going he kept going oh it's like if i ever said that if i saw myself saying that to like anyone anyone's parent i'd slap myself yeah um so then paul and mama just, they uh well then we go back, we go back to, to tinsley, tinsley where there's like an a, just like a vase has been broken on the floor yeah tinsley's life is a horror movie in this episode like it's really like <laughs> a series of it's like a thriller her life yeah. is like mulholland drive like a series of really bizarre things are happening to her the dumpster the dumpster man is gonna like come out from like yeah an alleyway and like in her neighborhood but like, she topper appeared in the living room we never heard what they talked about or anything she was just like and just like that he was there i was naked and terrified but it felt like home and then the <laughs> next scene is like a vase that's broken like shattered on the ground and, and then, her like housekeeper helping her pick it up yeah and she's and like there's one moment where tinsley's like oh did bb break that and then it like pans over to like a terrified chihuahua being like yeah and then it's like you never are explained like what happened and the housekeeper like knows that there's bad energy in that apartment but she's like not gonna say anything yeah fanny is not here to like make waves she's like she's doing her job and getting the fuck out yeah. and agreeing with everything tinsley she's says. like i don't know miss tinsley but i'm out of here by sundown yeah she's like once the sun goes down i don't stay when the moon comes out to dance no i'm out i'm out i'm back home where it's safe where it's safe and she she goes to the to Fanny. She's like, Fanny, do you think that we're gonna me and Top are gonna get back together? And Fanny's like, Tinsley, I don't fucking know. She's like, literally, stop talking to me about this. Like, yeah, you're you corner me on camera and then like force me to talk about your yeah, ex. I don't want to talk to you about your life, Tinsley. Tinsley's like, holding just a shard of a broken vase, and me. she's like. What do you think? Like, I just, I think that we could. Like, do you see that when you close your eyes at night and think about me? Because I think maybe there's a chance. What do you think, Fanny? And she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't. 
I think you have a chance. And it's really uncomfortable. And like you Tinsley doesn't want to hear like, no, bitch, like Topper hates you. Yeah. Like also Topper fully mothered Tinsley. Yeah. I feel like Tinsley was J-Law and mother. He destroyed her. Yeah. She's like holding the shard. There's like that image of J-Law with like holding her heart. Yeah. It, um, Tinsley is J-Law in mother. Yeah. And that's just what happens. Yeah. But Fanny's like, Fanny's like, yes, you're going to get back together. And I, I have to get going because I, I can't be in this apartment when it gets dark. Yeah. That vase like broke itself. Yeah. And then Tinsley Fanny knows. was like, oh, did BB do that? And Fanny, the cameras are on. She's like, yes, Miss Tinsley. It's like, <laughs> she can't speak to like the dark side of no. poltergeist that's taken over Tinsley's This midtown apartment. apartment. In the midtown? In the midtown. Tinsley's fully living poltergeist four. She the is. midtown. So we go back to back to Paul. Dave, <laughs> his mom like takes him <laughs> for a drink. Which is, I love like son. You've been to rehab twice, but I think you have a handle on it. Should we get a drink? And yeah. he's like, yes. And like <laughs> they go and like have a so wine she, and a beer. She's like, so you're pretty serious about this guy. And he's like, yes, I really like see a future with him. And part of that future is going on trips. I really want to, I have a, a whole like litany of, is it a whole setting mess I of trips planned with Tommy? I think it's really important to me that I go on trips with him. And he go, and she's like, "Oh, that's nice." And he goes, "So part of going on trips is I need I'm going to need to be funded for because I love that it's not like <laughs> not like he's it's like a business investment. He's like I I just I want sixteen grand to go on vacations, tra- yeah, to go on some vacations. So I'm going to need you to transfer sixteen grand. And the mom and she's goes like. <laughs> She goes, oh, she goes, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. The audience goes, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ah. Wow, ooh, oh, Uh-oh. and then he goes, she's like, really? Like, you need? He's like, yeah, I really like. I'm gonna need. He goes, look, I want, like, I think he could be the one, and like. Then he launches into wedding talk and he's like, I want a wedding that costs no less than half a mil. And she goes, I could maybe do a hundred thou. And he, he goes, goes, I don't want some. What is he he says, he's like, I don't oh, want some star, star Jones, Jones fully like branded wedding where it's everything's for free. And she's like, I could make it nice. And then he's like, well, don't. He's like makes a joke about like killing her in so order to like to Menendez brothers you and like smother you with a pillow in your sleep and the mom goes uh, no don't do that and I'm like Ooh. yeah the audience uh, goes the, uh, the entire audience together <laughs> the entire audience <laughs> all at once in that moment they all go uh, And it just closes up on like both of their faces, like a back and forth, like a stare. And then, and then, and then the mom is like, "Well, you know what? I'm just really happy that you that you're settling down." And she basically like agrees to give them. Yeah, she's like, "It's cool." I'll give you the money to go to to like go to Bora Bora or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Also, I'm like said this to you when we were watching it, but like inflation's a bitch because I I don't think you could take like. You can't take the level of vacation and travel for months on sixteen grand no, for two I, people. I can do like 
laundry multiple times a month <laughs> yeah i take out 16 grand and quarters every month to just like do laundry in yeah. the building i can like go to whole foods every day if I, yeah if i have sixteen thousand. <laughs> so yeah everything costs an arm and a leg tinsley and dabney host a really cheesy party all the <laughs> okay all the like parties that she's i'm not gonna say it it's at like a bridge and tunnel club it's at a weird club it's called, called like, like hour or it's something called, like, like suave that. yeah that like no one's ever heard of dabney you pointed out that dabney's fully wearing dabney's wearing the spine she ripped out in <laughs> front of like the, the predator hotel. yeah you know the predator dabney like, is collects, the predator he like collects like skulls he and... loves a skull yeah dabney dipped the spine and she took it to the stylist mj and she goes mj Make MJ. me a dress out of this. Adorn it with a spine and flings the spine at him. She's wearing like a, a one, like... Like a tank, like a tube top dress with yeah. like a glittery spine on it. And so and then she's feeling great. And then Tinsley's, Tinsley's wearing, wearing like, like, a, like black. She's wearing like an, a rib, a rib cage that Tinsley gave her. Yeah. And they're and they're matching and they're like they're, two, like sisters. two sisters like out mm. having fun. And they do like that white girl dance where you're just like... Mm-hmm. And they like hold each other's hands. And they're, they're like, like yeah. they go like this, Woo! and, and the then goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, like, and then they, they like, go, that's when they go. Let's tease them, Dab. Dance for me, Dab. The more the the Mercer girls back in action, back in action at Suave Nightclub. Yeah. And then and then it cuts to Tinsley and Dabney on a couch, and she goes, "This guy Constantine came over to me, and he was an American Idol, and we both like bone chilled." That is when in the sitcom, just a bell ominously rings, like dong, because that signals the death of tinsley mortimer yeah. as we know it and the beginning of yeah. tinsley mortimer reality star constantine the winner of american idol i think like the third season he literally looks like kenny g and he his whole thing was like he was like the rock oh the rock of ages yeah so did he, you ever watch that movie no with Me tom neither. cruise it was like what yeah that's such a weird thing that rock of ages like was a huge thing like catherine zia jones was it who, by the way, has an incredible Instagram. Oh, love that. Amazing. Okay. But, um, yeah, so Constantine comes over, like, randomly at this party, and he hits on Tinsley, and Tinsley's like, he was on American Idol. She plays it cool. Yeah, and she he asks her to come to his show, and He's, she's, like, excited to, like, be hobnobbing yeah. Constantine Morales. Where is he now? Wellness check. Yeah. Some other time. Um. So they... They canoodle, like, Tinsley's like, oh, cool, I have a date now. And Dabney's like, yeah, Tins, that's the Tinsley I miss. That's the Mercer girl I was waiting for. We're both dogwoods. There she's We're back. Richmond girls in the city. In the city, dating. Every Mercer girl knows what it's like to go on a date in the big city. And then you just see her cut to her, and she's like, and with a spine. With a spine. <laughs> She was a like, frozen smile. Dabney's like the kind of person that can't like genuinely smile. She just is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like with Britney with the Python holding it like that. Yeah. She has the boat. She has she the spine. She does Britney Spears smile where it's just like, I'm a slave you. Yeah. That's like the sound of that kind of smile yeah. where you just are a woman that can't fully smile. It's like the smile I used to do in pictures. My mom would, <laughs> and my mom would go, don't smile like that. 
Carrie, no. She would go, Carrie, stop it. Stop don't it. smile like that. She would literally go, don't smile like that. Don't smile. I would go like this. <laughs> it's like little kids do it when they like don't understand. They're like, and then you just are uncomfortable. <laughs> stop smiling like that. <laughs> I used to always do that. Don't do that, Carrie. Carrie, stop it. Don't smile like that. Don't then sit how like would that. you smile to make up for it? And she would go, don't sit like that. <laughs> You're being policed. My mom used to, there was one picture. I remember we were in Florida taking like our Christmas card <laughs> picture. And she goes, don't sit like that. Because I was sitting like kind of a little, a little fey. Like, but like, that's cute. Yeah. I was just like, kind of like curled up with my sister on some grass. And my mom went, don't sit like that. In a, for the picture or just yeah. in general? So then I had to like sit. I went like that. You had to manspread. I went like that in the picture. Oh, Carrie. I, like, I was sitting. I, was, I like, liked it. I was like this. Who, like, me? I was like. You're like, tell me everything. <laughs> you slapped. I slapped my ass. You're like, mom, do you like that? How do you mm, feel about that ass? That trip was memorable because we were with our cousins and my aunt, who we don't speak to, and mm. she, uh, my cousin and her, and we did like a kids club night. Did I tell you about this? No. And we went on like a scavenger hunt, my sister and my cousin and me, and we got separated and I was with like another group. It was like a resort, like club, like when parents wanted to go like drink, they would Mm -hmm. send their kids. And I remember my sister and my cousin were on a team with this guy who was like clearly gay and he was like 13. I was like 10 at the time. And I came back to the house we were staying at with my aunt and my uncle and my cousin and my mom and I, my mom and my aunt were in their PJs watching The American President, that movie mm-hmm. with Annette Bening and Michael Douglas. Yeah. And this kid went, ugh. <laughs> I remember this so vividly. He went, ugh, The American President, the, his speech at the end just always gives me chills every single time. <laughs> my mom and my aunt, I remember being like, hmm. Yeah, same. Wow. Anyway. I love like standing that movie as a child. What? I never watched that movie. Something is wrong with you. I never will because I was just like boring. Aaron Sorkin. But it was, I remember being like my mom and my aunt being like, wow. I, I, <laughs> I like, love a moment where you all get to look at each other and like side eye and bond over like a <laughs> yeah. psychotic child. A psychotic kid. Uh, gives me chills every single time. Uh, the American president always gives me chills. His speech at the end gives goosebumps. me chills. Goosebumps. You see him on my arm now? I have full goosebumps. And then I like bend down and go. <laughs> get a look at that ass, mom. Get a look at that. Get a look at that. <laughs> Read it and weep. <laughs> have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. 
Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's 
actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Um, so, so not only is Tinsley dating, but Dale goes on Dale, a date. She, as we know, she applied for that like high caliber dating service that like only caters like, selective like, search billionaire men. Like, that's like a horror movie. Yeah. It's and like, <laughs> it's like escorting. She, I looked up, they do a really selective search as though they are looking for a CEO yeah. of a company. And it's like, okay, well, that's not the same thing as like dating. But anyways. And <laughs> she heads to Teterboro Airport, New Jersey, where all the like celebrities and private private flying enthusiasts land. Mm-hmm. She's waiting in the car. She's on the phone with her friend. She's like, oh my God, he's about to land now. She's wearing a huge fur. A huge fur collar. And she's just giddy with excitement. And I mean, it is like hot to like... Yeah, meet, I, meet to your go suitor. meet your suitor who like flew in from somewhere on Wisconsin. his PJ to like come and take you on a date, and so like his plane lands. He Chris, yeah, he's, he's an cute. attractive guy. Yeah, he's a handsome dude. He's very sweet. He seems excited. I mean, who wouldn't be excited to date Dale? He's a like kind of a daddy. He's a daddy. He walks out. Yeah, he walks out. His flowers for her. They get into a limo. His flowers looked cheap, which yeah. I didn't like. I was like, <sighs> he got him at the airport. Yeah, he got him at the airport, and then brought some like Virginia wine for her. Mm-hmm. And they like get in a black limo and you know hightail it to manhattan and dale is getting drunk she's She's drunk by the time they go for their date to central park well one of the first things she says to him is i don't care for germans (laughs) and he goes i'm from milwaukee he explains milwaukee to her like she's never heard of it which frankly she might have never heard of of (laughs) he's like i'm from milwaukee and she goes now what is that yeah and he's like well, it's a city made up mostly of immigrants, you know, Italians, uh, Irish, Germans. She goes, I don't care for Germans. He goes, well, I'm German. And she she's goes, like, oh. she goes, oh, well, my, my apologies. The reason is my daughter is dating a German prince. And he goes, oh, oh. and they laugh and laugh. The audience goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then those two gay guys in Mykonos who were sword fighting they clank their hips and they go ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha, 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 ha. they just like touch their dickheads yeah. together they you hear clapping and but clanking. it's just their dickheads <laughs> <laughs> they clap their dicks together and if you want to know that uh, that reference you have to listen to the bonus episode patreon.com does like podcast google it so 
Dale and this guy, they get out of the limo and they head to Central Park. It's like cold and they go to like the the lake in Central Park. They just walk around. Dale's shit faced and she like almost trips she and trips. falls. And yeah. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. That had very like Nicole getting hit by the biker energy where it's like i feel like it's my mom and i just want to immediately be like get away from her yeah like i'm like and i don't like that she apologized like no. like i don't want to ever see like a i don't want to see any woman fall but i don't want to see like a woman over like 50 no. fall or have apologize. any sort of physical if, duress and then be like embarrassed or anything if i see that like in public at all like i've seen it before where like yeah. i literally want to throw up yeah because it's like it's uncomfortable. No, but it's just like I I don't want anything bad to happen to like man or a woman, like no. an older man to falling. Like sweet Dale, or like a, if I see like a senior citizen fall, I'm like, yeah, kill me, yeah. Um, and so <laughs> that's just my <laughs> that's something I have to work out. I love that. Yeah, I can't handle anyone, and I've real my threshold for stress. I think just because of maybe the way the world is right now. Yeah. If like a baby's in peril or like an older person's in peril, I or a dog can't take it. Bye. My truest horror is anything happening to my dog. Yeah, and I think it's it haunts me day in and day out that I'm just like, oh my god, like what if something horrible happens to this dog? Yeah, I used to like when my dog, who's not with us, R.I.P. Logan, R.I.P. Logan, iconic Logie and dog. I loved you from afar. He was amazing, but when he was really little, I used to, we'd have him in the backyard, and I used to be afraid that like a hawk was gonna. There's just so many things owl. that could happen. Um, Life is fragile. So then, Dale and this and what's his name? Chris. Chris head to the pond, and they just. They fully suck face. But like not even like they make out. It's like you hear like like you hear like the noises, this you hear the lip smacking and it, it feels very like it's like watching two middle schoolers at like a, a school dance. But it out. looked hot. Like it, it did looked, look hot. They had like chemistry. Oh yeah, they wanted to fuck. They, Dale was like down to fuck. Yeah. He flew out there. She's like, I'm gonna make it worthwhile for him. Yeah. And like then suddenly as soon like as quick as it began, the date ends. And, and she, you just see Dale walking away down the path, laughing at herself, flushed. And she goes, <laughs> that was a good date. She said and that to like someone in front of her. She said that to the air. Yeah. That was a good date. <laughs> it's like you w- drove to an airport, drove back to Manhattan, walked around a park and kissed. And then he left. And then he left. That's not a date. No. Maybe he like was crunched for time. Had to be back in Milwaukee for a meeting. Yeah. He's like, I'll come meet you. That's sexy. Yeah. I wonder if they date. I don't think there's ever any follow up on this date. No. This is the episode where they just open up cans of worms and then leave the audience to like deal with it and resolve nothing. Exactly. And then throw Constantine Morales into the mix and a shameless plug for like Rock of Ages. I know. They're like, can we? They're like, look, we're getting sued by like the Kirby family. We need to like, we need some sponsorship. We need some SponCon. And then the Rock of Ages is like, cool, we'll put Constantine in an episode. We'll give you like 300K. Got to make those ticket sales go through the roof. Will do. Tinsley, she goes on her date with Constantine where she goes to his 
show. She's like, it's really exciting to be like here with the, you know, to see the star. When the star invites you to their show, it's really great. She goes backstage. And she makes like a joke about doing her makeup. But I think he and I both couldn't tell if she was like serious or not. Tinsley is uncomfortable flirting. Yeah. Like she can't do it. She's even like that on Roni. She just like can't. Yeah, she's awkward. And then she goes, it was so amazing. I feel like a little girl. And it's like, she just wants to feel like a little girl all the time. Like that's when she's at her happiness is when she feels like a little girl. Well, that's why like in Roni, when she's crying at the circus, she's like, I dreamed of this my whole life. Like just being a little girl in a poofy, poofy dress with a little makeup on. And here I am and I'm crying and I'm like, okay, that's not aspirational. You need help. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like, I mean, that to me reads as like daddy issues. Yeah. And like she said that her dad was like an alcoholic who died of alcoholism essentially. And so I get like where that could come from, but I'm also like yeah it's weird my red flag but she's like in she's like trying on things in the dressing room she's spinning around for him yeah giggle 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 or she felt like a little girl up until the point where she became aware of his like disease or shortcomings as a father or encountered some sort of trauma that ended her feelings of a little girl now she's always maybe it has nothing to do with her dad maybe it was no i think i think it is but there was a period of time where she felt like a little girl loved it and then no longer feels like that and is chasing the high of being a little girl she's chasing the dragon but is devastated because she will never be that a little girl again Topper kind of came close to making her feel like that. Yeah. But but it came with like a lot of like, why are you in the living room? Yeah. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever came downstairs in my apartment and anyone, man, woman, ex, like parent, anyone at all was inexplicably in my living room, I would drop dead out of fear. I would be horrified. Yeah. That would terrify me to no end. Wow. Jarred. Jarred. Um, so they... But Tinsley had a great time. They make out. They make out. It feels like she doesn't want to... She's making out with another person she doesn't want to be making out with. Yeah, you can just feel her going, Ew! <sighs> and then she just like go like uh, acquiesces to the kiss. Yeah. And I'm like, I want Tinsley to just like be able to make out on her own terms for once in her fucking life. She does a little more in Housewives. She makes out with people... She makes out with scott her on and off like boyfriend that there's a lot of controversy about yeah did they show him in past episodes yeah, carol, oh, okay because carol radswell and her her young ex were friends with him and they introduced him to her oh and they're on a double date and then like in the middle of the double date tinsley and him just start making out in front of carol okay wow i'm see i'm catching up on roni now so yeah. i'm like going back but i haven't gotten to like the scott era Tinsley also makes out with a guy in like a recent when they're in Miami. Yeah, I saw that. Love that for her. <laughs> Love that for her. So so, but then they get in the back of like a car and then drive away yeah. with like the lights of the car on. <laughs> so I feel like production was like, okay, now we want to get you kissing in the car, but keep the lights on. And Tinsley's like, oh, can't say no, so she's like, okay, and then they do it. Then they drove off, and then Tinsley like hopped out of the car when they got to the light. Yeah. Sorry, gotta go. Daintily ran as fast as her little booties could take her. Ran all the way to the midtown. (laughs) Running down, running down 8th Avenue. Just like trotting. 
click, 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 <laughs> just scurrying about yeah when she gets into her apartment she's like <laughs> it's her room. <laughs> she sleeps with her booties on she sleeps with her booties on because she's ready to rock at any given moment she sleeps with ankle boots i'm gonna start sleeping with ankle boots on for the earthquake <laughs> yeah so when the earthquake comes you can just like yeah that's me when i was when the earthquake hit and i ran to simon <laughs> You put your booties on, grabbed your meds, and scuttled off to Simon. I did. <laughs> when the earthquake happened, I literally was just the old woman in the meme falling off the couch. <laughs> Do you know that? Where it's like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's me. I don't run anywhere. I just fully like go into life alert mode. <laughs> and I go, did you feel that? To yeah. like whoever's next to me. I might be like this. The first time I like looked at Tony and I was like, <gasps> and then like the second time I was around friends and I was like, you feel this? Like I need like confirmation that I'm not fully, I haven't fully spiraled off yeah. the face of the planet into like a psychosis from which I'll never recover. That was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Thank God it is over for now. So we cut to the guest of a guest. Party. Yeah. There's a guest of a guest party and everyone, including Dale, is attending. Yeah. Except Kinsley Yules. just wants Dale to be there because she needs someone who has her back. She's a pit bull. So they walk in and Paul brought Tommy. Paul's like, he's like my little debutante for the night. I'm debuting him to New York Society. Paul loves, it's all about the photos. He like, loves a photo opportunity. It's all, he just wants photos of him kissing a hot guy, which and I get. And he likes telling people how they met. She was like... I met him after I got out of rehab. Or no. Is I met him at Apotheke after I got arrested. I mean, I almost got arrested and it cuts to like one gay's face going like. <gasps> yeah. Like a whole, <laughs> true experiencing the biggest horror of his life yeah. is like Paul, like Paul's meet cute with Tommy. Yeah. He just loves. He cl- Paul loves cl- to shock. pearl clutching moment. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that lame I know. Honestly, I'm like... I, I would have been like, love it. Get, I love that. Love Apotheke. Yeah, that's what I would have said. Um, that. He sees Tinsley. Tinsley meets Tommy. Like, everyone's, like, having a good time. Everyone's enjoying. And then... And then... Dun. You see, like... You see another pair of booties. She, like... She loves to wear... Like a... A, a like... Platform St. Laurent heel. With black tights. She and, loves tights. Why does she like love a, them so much? Like a twiggy kind of, like... She likes like a tube dress. Yeah, but like with black tights. It's un- I'm unclear on Devorah's obsession is- with tights. So she, you see her coming. It's in like the basement, and she and Paul goes, "Fucking Devorah Rose walks in with her swamp thing hair and her <laughs> witch hands." Her Swamp Thing hair and witch hands. Witch hands. He never fails to deliver yeah. a monster read. Witch hands. Her Swamp Thing hair and her witch hands. Oh my god! I'm like, witch hands is such a thing. Witch hands are. I ha- I like sometimes have witch hands. Yeah, every once in a while, my hands become that of a witch. Sometimes, if it's night and I'm like, there's like a candle on or something, and there's a shadow on the wall, I'll go. <laughs> when Gaga came out at the, her concert, I went. 
You did. You were paws up, witch hands out. <laughs> I literally. She went. Put your paws up, little monsters, and I went. Carrie's hand shot into the air. I was looking around. Come on, pause up, everyone. Pause up, little monsters. Like I literally was like, I'm here, mother. Like my paws were up. Your paws were up, and you were not ashamed. No, you were Gaga Army. Simon was like, <laughs> everyone else was like, and I looked. You were like, the- yeah, yes. Mother monster! We are here for you, mother monster. <laughs> We're here for you. What do you want us to do? Tell me what you want. Tell I am your at your bidding. mercy, mother monster. I will do thy bidding. <laughs> if Lady Gaga instructed you to like take to the streets that night, would you have done it? Yes. <laughs> I don't it doesn't matter what about, I would take to the streets. You are ready. I've taken to the streets. <laughs> ready for you to go your radicalized little monster taking to the streets with one paw up baring your teeth show me your teeth if she was if she wasn't gonna win the oscar i was going to take to the streets yeah that's why they gave her the oscar because they were worried about they were worried about all the little monsters just like taking to the streets you guys don't do anything bad, but you do walk around with like a scowl on your Little face. monsters are wild. Little monsters don't give a flying fuck. Yeah, they're vicious. Um, they're fucking crazy. Yeah. Are, do her fans like come for people like the beehive? Yeah, I think Gaga like has definitely like been like, guys, stop. Okay. Like Beyonce kind of never. I'm not saying anything. I'm afraid of the beehive. But I'm like in the beehive, but I'm also I'm. I feel I'm, like though it's like the beehive could turn on itself at any given moment. I'm not. I love Beyonce, but I don't think, like, I don't know. I love Beyonce. Like she makes me weep. Like I watched Same. the beginning of. I haven't watched all of Homecoming yet, but I, like I watched the first part of it when I was having like a bad depression day. It's uplifting, and I truly was like crying i was like wow and felt like renewed by her spirit i remember watching it live on the stream Mm -hmm. and like being in my bed just going woohoo (laughs) i was literally like oh you love any chance to woo no i literally was like when destiny's child came on i was like oh like i was just like and then when she did that dance break to everybody mad uh making money getting everybody mad uh you know you know that you know that when it's like dun, 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 dun. oh I don't I've been getting to the moon yeah. I've been getting to the money you know yeah and she just does that day I was like in my bed going <gasps> I was like midsummering <laughs> at the end <laughs> and when she does sorry with the horns she cares so much. And her like sub thing where she like made the men like her subs. And works so hard. She'd been planning that for years. Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> Witch Hands. And then Tinsley's like, and now I'm finally going to confront Devor about what's been going on. So she and Dabney and Alex Oswald start marching down a hallway in like formation. Dale's like 
I love Dale. Dale was there, but she was like, it was like a game of cat and mouse. They would get close to each other, think they were going to talk to each other, and then they would stay apart. And I just loved watching it. <laughs> Dale loves the drama. Uh, but so Tinsley and Devorah are like in the same room. Devorah's like, it's like they're doing that thing where like Devorah's like loudly talking nearby you, but mm-hmm. like, so you feel like. So you like are aware of each other, but you're like not going to speak yeah. to each other. And you know the conversation's coming. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time before Tinsley comes up flanked by Dogwood Dabney and Alex Ozapow. Dogwood Dabney. <laughs> Next episode is going to be, it's the finale and it's... A showdown and it's will Dogwood Dabney rip Devorah's head? <laughs> will she finish her <laughs> Mortal Kombat? Will she finish her Mortal Kombat style and wear her spine like a feather boa? Or will Tinsley just be like, what you did was not okay? And then it's over. There's a there's a part where it's like next week in the finale of High Society, and it's just like a big montage of a lot of things. And one of the things is just someone putting a handbag, one of Tinsley's handbags, on a shelf. I was like, what? And then there's one part where Paul is like, Paul gets involved in some kind of scandal, and he's like, this could ruin everything. And then you hear like some random girl being like. Paul in a porn star scandal. Then you just see Paul, Paul <laughs> completely like hung over his fuck again. He, he goes, just goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. No. Oh my God. No. But I was like, <laughs> I love, I would love to like get to a place where like, I just wake up and there's a scandal. About Paul me. always waking up, hung over his shit. Just like having to deal with like another scandal. Cheek. Oh my God. No. Oh my God. No. <laughs> It's so real. Oh, poor Paul. That's how I would have. Re- I was. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Oh my god. No. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so, so we'll see if Jules makes an appearance. TBD. Which, she might just have gone up the stairs, never to be heard from again. She uncanny valid. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. It means a lot to me. Mm. that's how we the audience ends this episode thank you thank you so much what did it just end with everyone going thank you thank you 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 so much thank you jennifer thank you thank you courtney thank you ross thank you ross david schwimmer thank you matt thank you chandler thank you thank you Thank you, though. Thank you so much. See you next week for the finale. See you next week for the finale. Tune in. Follow me on eCario. Follow me at Lars Marie. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.